Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Team Deathmatch. Uh, it's been a very busy leak week this week prior to E3 coming up. Today's Saturday the 8th, so we actually, actually, uh, actually, actually, mm-hmm. we already got EA to do their stuff today. Uh, but with me as normal, I got Caleb, Westside Mookie. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's been a long weekend full of nothing but leaks. Nothing. Amazon France is here. <laughs> Walmart Canada has yeah. arrived. Matt, bonjour. <laughs> Amazon France and all you lovely people giving us the best news week leading up to E3. Except for the Toronto Raptors, who I really need to lose. And also because the Women's World Cup started in France. Yes. <laughs> very well, very well. So what are you guys been playing this week? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. about that. Mm-hmm. Like Last week I talked about playing Splitgate twice. That was it. Yeah. Uh, have I actually picked up my PlayStation controller? No, I, I don't think no. I've. I've been in the same room as my PlayStation in the well, last 40 hours. Make sure you guys jump on the PlayStation Store, download your free copy of Borderlands, Hands of Collection, mm-hmm. and Sonic Mania. Mm-hmm. Two great games. Yes. Ooh, you said Sonic what? Mania. Ooh. That's the one that was actually created by, originally created by fans, and Sega was like, you know what, we'll, we'll let you do this, and it's by far the greatest Sonic game. Is that the one where it's just like new Sonic and old Sonic? It, they pretty much take the old Sonic, remake it, so it actually works HD. No lags or anything like that. It's, it's beautiful. Ooh. Great game. I've actually been playing Fortnite. Really? That's growing on me. Hmm. I've been playing it. On so the Switch? On the Switch. There you go. So I was waiting for it. I was playing last weekend, trying to get, you know, play with my kid before he left. He went out of town for summer. Um, he was at Battle Pass, like, 60-something. Yeah. And the way they do that is as you get battle stars in the game, so you do daily quests, or whatever the case may be, you get battle stars. You level up your battle pass, and as you level that up, and I'm probably naming all of this wrong because I have no idea what's happening. Freaky. Correct me, please. Thank you. Uh, but as you level it up, you get in-game items. You get um, current V-Bucks. You get all kinds of stuff. I got him to level 81. Oh, wow. You really been going hard. So, like, it's it's one of those things where all I want to do is get him all the stuff that's available just so he can come home and be like, look, I'm a good dad. I did something for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... Like I had a couple, I haven't been playing the battle royale version. I haven't been playing the team version. I've been playing the the one v one or the, the <clears throat> I've been playing the four on four, the duos or whatever. The hundred team versus hundred. Yeah, I've been playing the actual teams. Mm-hmm. So it's like twenty versus twenty or whatever the case may be. And you let other people build and you just shoot people. Exactly. <laughs> I, but listen, Love it. I got one out of thirty five players yesterday. So in the second round, I got. Oh, you got victory round. Well, well, the way they do it is like you have one, you have two teams. Okay. So the winning team gets Victor Royale, okay. regardless. And so that way, it's it allows you to go do the stupid things you had to do for these battle stars, mm-hmm. but not worry about some dude sniping you because if you die, you just come back. Yeah, it's just like playing um, Star Wars Battlefront. Gotcha. Same kind of style. So whoever gets 150 kills first, that's the team that wins. Uh, but well, I mean, look. It says best one of thirty-five players. I'm gonna take that all day long. Listen, that's that's a win. Yeah, that's all a dub. day. That's a win. My son was like, "How'd you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's been doing this for a while. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> so, but we've had a busy week, guys. Yeah. Um, lots of things have been announced, have been leaked, have been shared with us. We got Pokemon, we got Stadia, we got FIFA or FIFA. I mean, you know, who you are, how you want to say it. There's Elder Scrolls 6, there's a bunch of Destiny stuff. The Star Wars, Darksiders, Ukulele new game announced. So all kinds of stuff. Fable 4. I'm a th- leaked. leaked. Not confirmed. Yeah, not confirmed. We've seen pictures that look 
kind of sort of fake. So I'm going to throw it at you guys. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? Oof. Matt, the non-gamer. The, I was going to say the gamer. I'll let Matt the, the gamer. The non-gamer. That is your new Twitter name, Matt the gamer. The, the, the game. Nope, don't do no. that on Twitter. you get in trouble. Make that your PlayStation game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your the gamer. Matt the T-H-A. Speaking of which, real quick, have you seen the video of the dude whose uh, gamer tag is Xbox shut off? No. Oh, man. oh, Xbox shut off. Disconnected. <laughs> that is the meanest thing ever. Don't have your connect uh, hooked up, otherwise you play against. Well, Xbox even if you're talking to your mic, if you got it turned on for voice commands, you're yeah. out. Yeah, that's good. Good night. That's genius. Messed up. Um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about Pokemon. All right. With it. With so, it. A lot. Pokemon announced. Dated, coming out November 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-order's available now? Pre-order's available now. They actually had a double pack. Mm-hmm. Pre-order's been available since they announced the game is coming to begin with. But they did announce a double pack, which they've done in the past. Um, I haven't seen specifications that's coming in it. Uh, Europe is getting a steelbook, which looks dope as hell. It's an all-gold steelbook with the Pokemons, the Sword and Shield Pokemons. I'm not going to say their names. I don't know how to say their names. Me either. Like, no. The one with the Sword and the one with it's the a, Shield. It's a lot of vowels, a lot of consonants, and nothing seems to make sense. Oh, so basically any language in Eastern Europe. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty much Pokemon after the original 150, because I can't yeah. say any of those daggone things. Yeah. Um, but... But it's got the it's a gold steel book with the Pokemons on either side. It looks super super dope. Probably won't get it in the states. Let's be honest. Probably not. Uh, it's the same price as buying the games individually, so it's one twenty. You'll probably in the past they've done free Pokeballs and free potions stuff like that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but as far as the gameplay footage goes, looked really good. Yeah. Um, they showed off. Uh, uh, a bunch of different modes. They got the Wildland, where you can actually raid again with the players. Um, what is what is that called? What is the the large version called? Use the D Deoxy Deoxys. No, that's a Pokemon. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll I'll guys talk about it. I'll look it up real quick. But this is actually because I don't remember. I think I was talking to a friend of mine about like the Pokemon games that have come out in recent generations, specifically for like the DS. Yep. The only game that I've ever truly played, um, or the last game in terms of chronologically that I've played and gotten outside of the first town, is Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I was about to say if you if you if you don't say Heart Gold and Soul Silver, you missed out on a really fabulous game. Well, the thing is, like, was the one that I really wanted to play. I that's didn't. So good. I know. So I wanted good. to play XY. and then like. Nine months later, like X and Y two, and I'm like, huh? Already? What happened? They do X and Y two, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. You right? Too you're much right, water. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, but I mean, yeah, they did black, black and white, black and white too. Yeah, those, that's, that's the one. But Dynamax, that's what they call it. So Dynamax mode, the Pokemon are super large. They're super powerful. Oh yeah, essentially you're raiding with your friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can actually do online, so you don't have to be with four people. That in the thank area. goodness for that. But. It hasn't been specified. We'll probably find it on Tuesday, but there's been kind of leaks that have said you'll act when you're in this wild area, you'll actually see other players in that area as well. It's like the online mode, if you would. Um, so it's like, um, sorry, I'm just equating this to fighters, Dragon Ball fighters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or yeah. Xenoverse, rather. Sure. 
I'll, I'll buy into that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played either one of them. Um, but you can, there'll be certain Pokemon you can only get to the raid component. Yeah. So it's a lot like Pokemon Go's raid where you have to team up, battle, wear them down, and then catch them. Mm. Um, I, I can't remember. I think it said you only one person will be able to catch that Pokemon. Oh, no. That's trash. Which That's will trash. be an interesting dynamic. Because um, if, if it if ends up being that, it's got to it's got to go to the person with the most damage done. It could be a random roll, which is stupid though. Because yeah. if I do the most damage, so, I do the most then, healing. If that's the case, and then, then Charlie who walked in halfway past the is raid, is there a capacity? Well, you can't walk in halfway the raid. Okay. You're going as a group of four. Okay, good. So, so then is there a capacity to, to have trade. like NPCs that you're raiding with, or it's all. Multiplayer and that aspect, and, and be, there will be certain Pokemon you only get that way. And then here's another thing: Will this obviously it's going to be, but will you require a Nintendo online subscription to have this? I would bet. But if anybody's out there complaining about a Nintendo online subscription, go on your couches get twenty bucks. Like it's twenty bucks for you. If you have Amazon Prime, they basically give you six months. If you're if you were a Twitch member three months ago, yeah, right. you got a full year for free. Oh, it's a full year for free. I'm gonna go claim mine right now. Yeah, like I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were doing three months and three months later claim your other nine. But like it's 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 not that expensive. Oh, okay. it's literally a third of the price of the big boys. So not that big of a deal. Um, go buy Sumario Maker for seventy bucks. Comes with the one year. Mm-hmm. I'm out. But so they got the Dynamax mode, which you can actually do with your Pokemon themselves. Um, so it makes them bigger, does it for like three rounds, everything's more powerful. Um, Can you imagine a Dynamax Charizard? They showed the Dynamax Gyarados. I saw that, and that was problematic. Yeah, that was huge. Like, I can't wait to see this game. Imagine uh, a Greninja going up against, like, a Lucario. Dog. It's over. That's an actual Naruto fight. (laughs) So they showed off some gym battles. Mm -hmm. So they're legit gym battles. And they look so good. The animations look so clean. The thing about it that I'm worried about is they also said that there will be tasks to complete before you go to the gym battle. Which I hope aren't too difficult and technically typically well, they Is it going to be, be kind of like what they were doing with Sun and Moon? Now, I haven't played Sun and Moon. I hope not. Based off of trash. Based off of like the show, because I've been watching it, trying to stomach it. Um, it's not gym battles. They're challenges yes. that you have to do, and then you have to meet certain criteria before you can do the challenges. Because if it's like that, first of all, similar, that's trash. Similar to that, like I've heard rumors that it's like um, one of them is herd these electric sheep. It's X amount of, in X amount of time to be able to enter the gym, so it shows that you're competent enough. Like, if it's stuff like that, whatever. I'm not too worried about it. If it's the trash Sun and Moon stuff. If it's like, okay, start here, race to the other side of this region. No, man, I'm out. And come back, you'll be able to enter Nope. I'm out. Nope, I don't even need it that bad. First of all, sorry, this is a question that's always bugged me. So, obviously, I've been going back and watching Pokemon, mm-hmm. watching Sun and Moon. I was also watching uh, second-gen Pokemon because it's free on Prime Video. Which one was second-gen? Uh, Johto. Yeah. Johto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, okay. that was like the Cyndaquil, Totodile, gotcha, gotcha, okay. uh, Shikorita. And there are – so, obviously, there's the eight gyms you need eight badges in order to get – into like that region's like tournament. Mm-hmm. Where are the other gyms? Because there have to be other gyms in that region. In Johto? Like in any of them. 
because they say you need eight badges. Obviously, they have the eight that they show, but there has to be other gems in each of the regions. Well, every region, you only need eight gems, to eight badges to get to the final four. Yes. But then I remember there was an episode where someone, um, I think it was actually the Johto one, where someone actually came with badges from Hoenn mm-hmm. and like used that to enter the Johto League. Huh? That's cheating. I mean... And again, you only need eight, so that doesn't mean there's only eight within a region. Ooh. Well, I that's, think, that's, I think that's, that's some mental gymnastics that I never really thought about, because I was just like, oh, well, then you, you need I, eight. I think that eight. goes right in there where you can travel the world, you can beat the easiest gym leader on all of them, get your <laughs> get your two from each, each region, and then get wrecked in the final four. Right. I got eight badges, you get wrecked, dude. I mean, Ash didn't do that, he still lost every single time. But, man, I, don't, I, I really don't understand <laughs> he, how he tried so hard to be so trash. That coma is, is like, real. The thing is, is like, when you get to X, uh, X, Y, X, Y, Z, or whatever, he is actually back to being a very good trainer. Oh, he is? Yeah. Yes, he's About a time. very good trainer. Then they backstep that in Sun and Moon. Why would they do that to the boy? I don't understand why they're still going the same dude after 40 years. Like, let Act, kid, like actually give us red, give us gold, give us silver. Let that kid grow up and name somebody else as a new Pokemon trainer. Let Ash have a kid. Yes, there you go. Like, your dad is not the greatest trainer, but he's had some of the... Gr- okay, he was a great trainer, then he's trash, then he's great, and he has some of the best Pokemon ever. Don't follow all his footsteps, but take his Pokemon. I don't understand why in some of those episodes and some of the seasons, they were like, I'm starting new. All I got is Pikachu. Bro, you got Charizard. Just wreck shop until it gets hard again and then yeah. level up Pokemans. But it don't work like that. Not in anime, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> Power but, of friendship don't go that far. So, Pokemon, November 15th. You guys interested? Yeah, absolutely. I do want to pre-order if we are getting something. Okay. Poster. Every year, if your free pre-order bonus is always been a poster. Nintendo does not give stuff away. Oh, never mind. I'm just going to... Stingy, dude. Check <laughs> it up day one. Stingy. Um, also coming out November 15th... Mm-hmm. This is where things start to get into Star Wars. That Star Wars gameplay demo. Now, I didn't watch the whole reveal from EA. Um, I didn't I did. see... Did you? What did you get out of it? Um, so, this happens... I don't know how many times with games or movies or events we've gotten after the Order 66, but this happens apparently immediately after Order 66. Mm-hmm. A bunch of Jedi have been hunted down and killed, um, except this guy. I didn't really get his name. Real quick, for those who don't know, what is Order 66? Order 66 is a where, is order where Palpatine... Uh, the clones turn yeah. on the Jedi and, and then the rest of the set. They go, and and they go Anakin bye-bye. wipes out all the Padawans. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to make sure almost, all, almost all the Padawans. Because apparently... In the, you can never kill all of them. You can never kill all of them. The extended universe, some of them weren't even in the buildings. Some were hiding. Some were hiding, blah, blah, blah. Some got away. Some, some of that extended universe stuff isn't relevant anymore because Disney owns it. So yeah. Whatever. And, and then some <laughs> of them have been retroactively and one of them was hiding in the closet watching that kill everybody and was like, I want to be like him. How? Like... You were just a, you were just you were just not a good Padawan. You just, you clearly were just a bad one in class. You hiding in the closet because no, no, they were making fun of you, and then you watch them all get murdered, and you're like, I like that guy. I like that. Guy. I want to be like him. We got more problems to talk about. But back to the Star Wars <laughs> that we were actually watching. Um, I didn't get the Jedi's name. Didn't really say, but this guy's a Jedi. He's working with Saul Guerrero. Um, to infiltrate, this is what was shown. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, yeah, okay. uh, to infiltrate some building in some place. Um, and they revealed new powers, 
one new power in particular, which is basically a melding of force pull and force push called force pause. And it can be used on multiple different characters at the same time. That, that's essentially the same thing we saw out of uh, Kylo Ren when the blast was first shot. Exactly. Okay. It's exactly the same thing. So, um, And the powers function independently of each other. So you can force pause something, force pull someone, and throw them into another thing. The coolest thing I saw was like, he force paused uh, a sky trooper, uh, storm trooper, when he was shooting him, and there's just a giant blaster beam standing right there and he pulls a stormtrooper and walks him into the blast and I'm just like that was nasty that is the coolest thing I've seen all day and then we started seeing some things like these look like canned animations but they were talking about no all the animations are live so some of them are obviously pre-recorded just because the way animations work but if the way you interact with things are all independent of each other so um, the way you interact with enemies the way enemies interact with each other because not only did they show stormtroopers they show scout troopers and new purge troopers um, fighting against like just the environment though these giant space spiders um, and they said this is just the first tenth of the first half of the game there's so many new enemies so many new powers you can discover um, but also like this character exists as a thing they also showed a new droid. I can't remember. It was B. Yeah, his buddy on his yeah. back. Yeah. They were, they're not really talking about him. They're saying he functions as a story character, which means he probably doesn't do too much in the game as far as being a gameplay element besides being your, your buddy, um, which every iconic I mean, last two Star years Wars ago, hero. In, uh, Battlefront 2. Yep. So I'm, I'm, doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Cal Kestis is the guy's name, main character. I yeah. Know. So it looks good. I was intrigued at first when it first popped up. The Xbox symbol popped up. Xbox screen. EA popped up. And then they took forever and a half to let us know they were playing with the Xbox controller because I was just sitting there for about six seconds looking at push A. Okay. We all know you're playing on a PC with an Xbox controller. You're not fooling anyone. So I liked it. Um... It looked like they were giving skill points away mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Like, every, what, you got four or five skill points in yeah. that four-minute video? I yep. was like, hmm, that's pretty crazy. Um, the droid looks pretty cool, gives you health packs. I'm sure it's on some sort of timer of some sort. Mm-hmm. You can't just do it free, willy-nilly style. The powers were really impressive. For sure. It reminded me a lot of, um, what was that, the Xbox 360 game that came out? Mm. Uh, Force Unleashed. Yes. It reminded me of like a way cleaned up version of Force Unleashed. This is exactly what I was hoping Force Unleashed would be when it first dropped. My only issue with it is, and, and we only saw one area, when, I, when it was first announced, I thought I heard them say it was open world. That's what I thought, too. This was a very linear world. Well, here's what I think. The, world, the word open world gets misused. And as long as there's an open segment... It gets called open world. It, I think it's Tomb Raider style. Or there's, Uncharted, yes. Yeah, there's exactly. hubs, tunnels, and then more hubs. Yep, okay. You, you go from one hub, you tunnel to the next path or the next section of the game, and then it opens up. So it's op- So we're in agreement, and we, we believe it's open area. Exactly. Not world. Exactly. Not GTA where you're like, yo, I'm going to jump in my car and drive through Los Santos. You're actually got a small area on Kashyyyk, which is the video we saw they're at. Mm-hmm. They're freeing all the, the Wookiees. Um, and then a surprise droid popped up in that that I didn't think would pop up in there, but you're fighting against it. And 
remember Dash is one of the droids. True. I can't remember the droid's name. For sure. It's the droid from Solo. Rogue One. Is it from Solo? No, Rogue, Rogue One. One. You're right. Yeah. So it's a droid from Rogue uh, One. K10SO or something, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, let us know. Fix it for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's that droid. Remember, in in Rogue One, he was bad, mm-hmm. but they converted him and changed him, his programming, whatever, to be on their side. Yeah. Because remember, they used him as camouflage to get in on some weird jank stuff. Yeah, and it makes sense. And then when uh, Greg Miller was like, "Yeah, that's one of my favorite droids. Why would I want to fight him?" And both of the uh, both of the game directors looked at each other like, "Oh." Trust us, you want to fight them. I mean, it's just like R two D two. Like you have how many R two D twos are there? We saw one in the video. Yeah, so, so. it's not R two D two, but it's an R two D two droid. Yeah, I'm sure there's you know, the R series droid. Yeah, I'm sure there's some other acronym name for him. But yeah, he's it's the same thing everywhere you go. And it looks it looks like it's going to be a recurring mini boss. Because they're showed like four of them. Yeah, and they do not look like a joke. They look like they're going to be more of a challenge than the purge droid, the the purge droids or troopers, whatever they're called. Yep. Because I'm sorry, purge troopers just look like beefed up versions of shock troopers wearing black. Yeah. You're not. I don't care about your grunge music. All of the troopers looked like a joke. Like it wasn't hard to take them out. Dude playing was trash. Yeah, no, it was real like, bad. Like, real bad. Like, when he... And he that, practiced. That's, oh. that's the sad part. He practiced before playing. When he first saw them giant spiders, yeah. and he threw that lightsaber at the one, and then, like, was like, whatever, dude. Next one, I was like, bro, you, it's not dead yet. You know it's going to come for you. Finish the job. But, hey, whatever. You suck. You do you. EA. Looks like Greg got a job. <laughs> Greg's putting out his applications, EA. Hey, man, listen. I can play some first-player games. Don't have me do multiplayer stuff. <laughs> And that's another big section about it. It is a single-player action-adventure game. All single-player. No multiplayer. Again, confirmed not on Frostbite, which is EA's proprietary engine they run everything on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like more games under EA Publishing are starting to get away from Frostbite. I think a lot of it, from what I've heard, and nothing is confirmed, Frostbite is a pain to, uh, to program on. Um, it's not very unity. friendly. Yeah. It's not very friendly. It's hard to program. If it's not already built into it, like Madden is now, Battlefield is now, FIFA, if it's not already in there, it's really hard to get everything going. Um, so, But November 15th, Star Wars is coming out. Uh, Fallen Jedi. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited for it, if you can't tell. It was reminiscent of the Old Republic. I can see that. Which was one of my favorite games. Like even Jedi Academy a little bit. Okay. Um, just because you've got a young Jedi, he's unproven, and the story looks to be going in a way where it could go either way. But your character cannot be good or bad. They they're not saying you like he's he is good or bad. They're just saying your character has a specific path, and this isn't this is another clue that it wasn't quite open world, open adventure because the story is going to progress how the story is going to progress. Which I think works for them since they're going down this path of single player action adventure story. Look, as long as it's not multiplayer, I'm in. For sure. Because the last, like, the Star Wars Battlefront 2, the campaign was really. We had so much hate. Hope. It only lasted eight hours, though. It was pretty great campaign, real short, real bad. And then I'm not playing a multiplayer. Real bad multiplayer. I'm real bad at multiplayer. Like it's, it, not, it's not that you're real bad. The whole multiplayer is real bad. I didn't jump into it because I know I'm real bad. So I know I'm gonna get blasted with some blasters all day. Is what it is. But EA also showed off the FIFA. 
Yes, yes. Matt, I did. what did you see on the FIFA? Uh, so obviously they are also dropping it like a month early. Question mark. What was the date on August six? Yes. God, that's crazy. Unless they were doing European style and they were saying like today they were announcing something. Six eight. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay. Which, okay. Either way, um, but they came out and they're just like, hey guys, we have. Uh, for FIFA 20 coming out, we have Volta Football. What that is, is more of just like a FIFA Street Edition added to career mode. Mm. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, FIFA Street was a super beloved <coughs> game in the FIFA community. And it was actually more polished than the actual FIFA game that came out the same year. Yes. Which is shocking. I think it was like there were like four consecutive years of like different FIFA Street games. And the last one that they did, um, I believe it was the same year that FIFA 12 or 13. Came 12. Out. 12. 12. Um, and it was an awesome game. Like, I remember playing the demo uh, when it was coming out, playing it for hours. Uh, but people loved the game, and all of a sudden they stopped making them. And they're like, okay, why would you do that? It is coming out September. So it's September 27th, same time as always. So I think it was a, a, yeah, 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 yeah. a European date for today. Yeah. Um, but then a couple years ago. Oh, I just FIFA, realized that's my birthday, September 27th. Happy birthday yeah. to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I so I was like, I was like real my date's familiar. What's going on there? Real familiar. Oh, okay, cool. You're just getting old. Oh, uh, I need a whole new knee. So, yes. yes. But before we get sidetracked. Uh, but FIFA 18, they started uh, introducing elements of FIFA Street again in FIFA, like the actual flagship uh-huh. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people were like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But they limited it to the journey. Um, so that was kind of like. And you can only play that like two matches, right? Yeah, because it was only in the beginning of like Alex Hunter's journey for that section of the journey, uh, essentially. And so, like, you played it there, then you played it again in FIFA 19. But people were like, what are we actually going to get FIFA Street again? So I think this is their answer to that. Instead of doing, like, two congruent games at the same time, trying to split resources and pouring it just almost amount of same time and work into two games, just have an additional mode with that in FIFA 20. Yeah, and it makes sense that they would want to focus on their big flagship um, product, which usually is one of the most popular games on the planet, if you didn't know. Check the European sales games market. And with the um, Eurasian Commerce Department and Europe putting sanctions, essentially, on loot boxes, they're trying to figure out ways of keeping the game profitable, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, so introducing a new mode like this that's such beloved by the franchise and fans, do it. Just don't make it a thing where every single game you get 100 coins and it costs 700 coins to buy a shirt. Well, I think a lot of the... The same reason I still don't play 2K today. I think a lot of the European bands are on the gamble side of things. Uh-huh. So if you make it spend 500 coins, get X item... That's acceptable. But when it's spend 500 coins, get a blind box, you might get stuff. That's what they're banning. Okay. So that you, makes sense. Now. You can still have in game purchases to make it profitable. You just can't have blind bags essentially in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly, I have nothing against 
microtransactions. I just bought ten dollars of worth of uh, diamonds on my mobile game. Look, to all those complaining about it, oh, why they increase the just price of the it. game? It's been the games have been sixty bucks for the last twenty plus years. Like since the GameCube era, sixty four even I think there were sixty bucks a game. They have not increased in price. And there's actually evidence. But the cost of producing these games is astronomically high. Through the roof. They have to make money on the back end somehow. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to buy it? Don't buy it. Don't buy it. And honestly, there's a lot of games, which I think we're going to move into in a little bit. Are you done talking about FIFA? Yeah. There's a lot of games that are moving to a newer um, profit model. Yeah. Dauntless. Um, for Fortnite. Warframe, yep. uh, Warface, which I just found out is a new one. These games are coming out developed, published. I don't want to call them bare bones, but they have They're one or two modes. They're platform games. You play Fortnite, you know what you're getting yourself yep. into. You play Dauntless, you know what you're getting yourself into. I downloaded Dauntless, played for four hours. I'm like, I'm never going to play this game again, but I, I now I know. It's a free-to-play monster hunter, right? Exactly. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I knew what I was getting myself into, and it was free. And I got in, I got out. Now Destiny's going on that model. Yep. So I think as we begin to see more and more games go down this path, Elder Scrolls did it. Um, Fallout hasn't done it. I don't know why. Why or Kawhi, they haven't done it yet. <laughs> but they should. It, they just, it, it gives people the option to spend the money and it supports the developers. Not only that, but, but games where it's multiplayer, it gives... It gives the multiplayer community more players. Exactly. So now you have more people to play with, and when the community is not divided over um, map packs, mm-hmm. even Call of Duty's doing that this year, mm-hmm. where there's no season pass. Period. You're not dividing up your community. Everybody who plays can play everything available. Exactly. So it makes your game more likely to be purchased on the front side, and then you do things in game where you get different operators, you get different skins, you get cosmetical stuff that's not required for gameplay, it's not paid to win, it's paid to look cool. Yeah, and let's give credit where credit is due. I think Rainbow Six Siege is one of the very first powerhouse AAA platform games Yes, that was doing this pre-Fortnite. It, it came out, it didn't do it well. It died. It did not do well. Commercially, you had your diehards, but you didn't have a lot of players. It reviewed at, like, mid-sevens. People weren't buying it. Three months later, that game was the hotness. Yeah. And it's now in year four. Developers are talking about how to make that game and port, not do a sequel, but just port all that information that they have to the next generation and make it so it's cross-play even. So that, that way you're not dividing your community. That is the key to games right now is keeping your multiplayer community where it's at and not dividing them. Yeah, and I think Activision didn't get that, and that was the cause of the split with Bungie a few months ago. Um, and now Bungie dropped Bungie dropped a bomb, not necessarily a bomb, but it was a surprise. It, it, when, when I heard the news that Bungie is like, okay, cool, we're, we, we're, we're developing a new model. We're on our own. We're doing the things we want to do. And even in the video, they was like, we've wanted to do this since Destiny 2 arrived. We wanted crossplay, mm-hmm. But for quote-unquote reasons, with a capital R, we couldn't. And I'm just like, okay. Shot Shots. fired. But <clears throat> now, that, now that they are on their own, they're self-publishing, um, it's going to be cross-safe, not cross-play. Important because if you've ever played a PC game, and you know the accuracy, the speed of everything is different. If you're playing Destiny, Trials of Osiris, which they're talking about maybe bringing back, 
and it's a bunch of PC boys hanging around in there, you're going to get destroyed. You never. Mm-hmm. It's already one of the cleanest shooters on console. You still don't stand a chance. Yeah, they're so um, they announced they announced their new expansion coming up in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be called Shadow Keep. Yes, you're going back to the moon. Back to the moon. Uh, uh, Eris Moon. Horror flavored yeah. Alien Citadel. Eris Moon is back. She's then the one who's kind of been like the spooky person in all of Destiny lore. Uh, they're renaming all of prior Destiny Two is free to play for sure. So you don't have to pay. They're renaming it Destiny Two New Light. Yes, which. Personally, I cannot wait to see what this has as an effect in stores. Mm-hmm. We have so many Destiny 2 discs in store. Just let us get rid of it now. Yeah. Boom! Out of the store. Um, which I'm hoping happens because I don't, I don't want to keep those anymore. That's like a lot of drawer space. Yeah. A lot of drawer space. So literally, you might get a dollar and a half if you try to trade a Destiny 2 disc in. Uh, but interestingly, you won't need previous expansions to actually Shadow Keep, which is weird because I think you get all the expansions as free to play. So. Yes. So once Shadow Keep hits, you get all of the previous content, which was previously locked behind the year one pass. And um, the, the, I thought the yearly pass was already a good first step in the right mm-hmm. direction. So this is an even better. Uh, this is their giant leap for game kind. Um Everything previously up to this is, is going to be available. I think the only thing you might have to pay for is a raid, and they've talked about maybe a subscription model that would enable that, to where you just pay one monthly fee or one yearly fee. You just get everything from the go, but all the base content's there. Yeah, no more exclusives, which is awesome. Uh, as you were saying, there's cross-save, so... You can play a, game, you can play a few games on Xbox. When your friends hop off, you yep. boost it to the cloud, pull it on your PC. Uh, Shadow Keep will sell for thirty five bucks. So that's it's that's what it's amazing. Yeah, plan. it's what it's been. The same thing for the year pass. They're just renaming it instead of it be year pass. It's Shadow Keep. Um, so that's that's where you're gonna get all your content, everything like that. Let's see, yeah, it, I mean it. It looks like Bungie is doing what Bungie wants to do with their game. Um, yeah. Activision really kind of held them back. It sounds like. I never played much Destiny. Thirty days of every release, if that long, and I bounced. I never did raids. Um, never did any hardcore stuff. I don't think it'll change what I do, but if you if they add more gameplay to it for the casuals, the filthy casuals, I'm sorry, um, I might I might hang out longer. Yeah, no, they're talking about making it more like because they've always straddled the line between it being a shooter and an MMO, and they and they <clears throat> want to go more the MMO route. They want to do more um, character customization. They're bringing Traz Monks back in a in a more meaningful way than just shaders like if you like the way an armor set looks and you just hate the skills they're talking about yeah just move that skill over i can't wait for transmog like transmog is is almost in almost every mmorpg right now exactly and it it's what makes your character your character exactly so now instead of everyone at the end game just literally rocking the same three sets iron banner raid crucible yep like, you, once you get the Fable 3, 4, whatever, you get the, oh, I've got the Raid set, I've got the Crucible set, and I've got a PvE set and a PvP set. Now, you can have the same armor set, and you can just have different settings. You Stat-wise, it's the same. Appearance-wise, it's completely different. Exactly. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, and you, your trash greens will actually be useful, because you might be able to look somewhat cooler. For sure. <laughs> and I'm really just, I'm excited. I obviously played the bejesus out of Destiny 1 um, and played uh, so much, so much, so much Destiny 2. But after the first raid, it fell off a cliff for me. And I was just like, I, 
I've done this before. I've, I've done this a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. And also, my Destiny One raid squad was on Xbox 360 and or Xbox One. And when I transitioned to PS4 because of the exclusives, all the homies just stayed on Xbox. They're like, yeah, I'm not buying a whole new yep. PlayStation. And so the community was split. Now with cross saves, I can hop on with Randy and the boys play on Xbox, boost it to the cloud, and they're playing mine on PC when I'm when I'm there. Yeah, and I mean, really interesting announces at Stadia, <clears throat> Google Stadia. Um, and it's going to be on Google Stadia. So it's coming off of the Blizzard launcher. It's going to be available on Steam. You'll be able to play it on Google Stadia. Um, and, I mean, that will be really interesting. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the Google Stadia. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good for some, not great for others. I don't think it will be great for anybody. So it's 130 bucks, Which is a lot. For the Founders Pack. Yeah. That comes on November this year. Um, you will get three months of the Pro which is uh, stream service, which is where you can stream games for free. In um, but that's 4K, right? In 4K, uh, 60 FPS. Um, but that's very similar and akin to like PlayStation Plus or mm-hmm. Xbox Live, mm-hmm. where the free games you get are the games just like on those other two platforms where they give you for free. Mm-hmm. So it's not every game that's on the platform. Um, it'll give you three months for a buddy to give them. It comes with the Google Chrome Ultra and their controller, which, as we saw, their controller names are pretty interesting. The Founders Pack has some limited edition Midnight Blue, and then there's... Really uh, white. Really white. And Wasabi. Just black and Wasabi as the other controller colors. Interesting names, but, hey, you do you. Um, I guess, ultimately, that's like a $2 pack for $139, $130, so it saves you like $60, $70. Bucks. But... Mm, here's where we get it's a big butt too <laughs> but um, outside of those games you stream for free you have to buy the game full price but you don't own the game own it like <clears throat> maybe it's attached to your Google account or something but you're still streaming it and they they showed us some pretty inform- you know interesting information if you're streaming 4k, in 65 hours of streaming, you will use up one terabyte of data. That's not saved to your console. That's the the, the the amount that you're streaming over the Internet. Like, your unlimited data plan is not going to allow that to happen because Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, whoever, they're going to cut you off. Fam, listen, I have Google Fiber, and I have... It still scares me. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's reasonable or makes sense to even attempt to stream in 4K anywhere other than at uh, than at a computer at home where you're plugged directly into the the router because you you will get a phone call like sir what are you the FBI you might be on the FBI Agent Carlson might pop up <laughs> like Sam what are we doing. Yeah, like you will get to know your your secret FBI listener real well. He'll be popping up on you very often. Real quick. Thanks, Owen. <laughs> yeah, that's our FBI guy, Officer Owen. <laughs> but it's uh, it it it's it's like it's like the Sega Genesis. The Sega Genesis is way ahead of its time. It had online gameplay that you could download. Nobody had the availability, the infrastructure to do it. Fam, we are it's talking about no different now. We're Co- ta- Korea, Japan, good on you. You got the infrastructure. You're Fam. already doing stuff like this. America, we're talking about. 
Idaho, Idaho is still potato country. And I'm not talking about figurative, figuratively. I'm literally. Bro, drive 45 minutes outside of Kansas City. It's the same thing. There's no internet there. Is there anyone in Boonville, Kansas that has internet faster than maybe 10 meg? They got that direct TV, so it's really quick on a bright day. Mm, yeah. Let the clouds get in the way, though. That's out. There's no internet anymore. Like, th- this This is... I can't wait to see this go the Ouya route. Th- that's, I've been trying to say this was Ouya from the beginning, and people have been slowly and surely convincing me otherwise, and I've been scared to, like, trust it. And I was kind of getting excited, and then I saw this, and I'm like, this is Ouya. This, We've seen this before. The, o- the only difference between this and Ouya is Google got that Google money. Yeah, they have. Yeah. That's it. Like, they, what? We need to spend this money just because. All right, cool. Here. Here's controllers. Here's streaming service we built for it. And I, let's be honest. Please, I want someone to actually tweet, tweet at us. If you are actually interested in purchasing this console, let us know where and why. Because I don't see anyone outside of the East Coast and Google employees owning this thing. No way. At TDM Show, hit us up. Let us know. Are you getting this? Do you do you think this will work? Let us know something. Are you intrigued? The like, most important question for me is why. <laughs> why? Get like the PS4 is an amazing 4K console. The Xbox One X is a great 4K console. Matter of fact, I'll admit this: the 4K on the Xbox One looks quote unquote better. Oh yeah. 100% better. Okay, you do have both. I have both. Yeah, <clears throat> so the 4K on that looks better than the PS4. They both run great. If you want a 4K console, go to Best Buy, ask the ask the homie Ralph. I'm not telling you who my connect is, but ask the homie Ralph <laughs> is, hey, where's the open box section? There's going to be a 4K TV there that's open box that you can purchase for less than $1,000. Hook up your PlayStation to that. There you go. It, it, I don't... I don't understand who this is for. Who's Google's streaming for we're, we're even in a, a Google Fiber hub. I have Google Fiber. I, I think everyone, still in this, want everyone in this podcast has a Google Fiber. Yes. So uh, Stadia supported devices at launch. Macs, um, that requ- it requires Mac OS uh, X 10, 10.9 and higher. You know what that is, Matt? Yeah. It's not that computer right there. No. Uh, PC requires Windows 7. Windows 7? Who's got Windows 7? I do at work. It's it's a it's thing. A thing. But you ain't streaming at work. <laughs> no. Who really at home's got Windows 7? Uh, TV, so it requires Google Chromecast and HDMI port. Uh, tablets require Google Chrome. And phones, uh, Pixel 3, Google Pixel 3a supported at launch. So potentially more phones in the future. Um, obviously, right now, they're only going to support their own Google phones. It makes sense. But even still... I guess this isn't too much out of the realm of possibilities for most people. I mean, Windows 7 is on there, so that's like anybody who's bought a computer in the last 15 years. But I still don't understand how this will work. And honestly, that's if you don't have the latest Google phone and iPhone XR and up or Samsung Galaxy S, fam. What game were you streaming on your phone besides maybe Fortnite? You, do you really want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your cell phone? Because I don't. Uh, did you not see the Windows 13 or the iOS 13 update coming out? Mm-hmm. I did see that. That will change the game. Yeah. I I, I can sync my uh, Xbox controller or my PlayStation controller to my phone and play. Bet. 
now I don't have the thumbstick, the, the thumb on the screen. Stuff. The thumb on the screen has been the one, the number one reason I haven't played Elder Scrolls Blades. It's not great. It's the only reason why I got wrecked in Fortnite a couple times on my phone <laughs> way back when. Um, but I think little, little games have been announced. Ukulele sequel. That that's doable. That looks interesting. Sonic coming out to all three consoles. Um, it looks very much like Donkey Kong Country or Rayman. Um, so it's got that side scroller effect. So instead of it being like Banjo Kazooie back in the day, where it's 3D world, you're just going side left to right. There is a top down kind of 3D hub world where you can get a lot of stuff out of. Um, but that looks really intriguing. I'm glad they're doing a sequel to that. Uh, the new Darksiders game Don't. from THQ there Nordic. Go. There you go. <clears throat> uh, they they got their new Darksiders coming out. That looks really cool. Um, it's like a Diablo-esque game. I tried. Do you guys ever play the, Di- the Darksiders games? I played the first one. When it was free to play on yes, PlayStation? Yeah. Absolutely. No. It, when, when old boy had me go cross the map three times for a single quest, bounced. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Like, I've done this before. I know where this is going. You I don't like it. Walking slow. Chickens on the roof. Mm, wasn't about it. But this, I love Diablo. Yes. Give me that loot. I might actually check this out. <sighs> I am interested in checking it out. Except for the fact that I know Diablo 4 is coming in the near future. Also, more games are starting to put out, like, this kind of... There's more Diablo lights, as we like to call them. There, there's Diablo some. Light, Diablo mean, lights. You, you've got, like, your Marvel Ultimate Alliance coming the, out. Which is the one that is, is really intriguing to me. I'm getting it. Um, you've got Portal Heroes, I think it is, which is, like, a Minecraftian diablo light game. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of them out there, but there's none that do it nearly as good as Diablo. And as far... I mean, Diablo 4, sure, it'll eventually be here. We're seven years out now from Diablo 3 releasing. We were, what, 13 from the first one? Diablo 2 to Diablo 3? Uh, it was like 13 years. Something like that. Because it came out 2011. The game came out 2012. And uh, for PC, Diablo 3. Okay, you're right. So it might be fee- a little bit less because I think the first one came out in 98. So 10 years, we'll say, um, give or take. But Diablo 4, if it does get announced, wouldn't get announced until BlizzCon, which is the first weekend in November. So we're still five months out from that announcement. And the time being, I'll play Darksiders. But whatever. I'll pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Um... Some some other stuff that came out, Baldur's Gate's coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. The third one is also being released, apparently. Um, psyched everybody out on that one. I know nothing about Baldur's Gate. I might check it out on Switch. Cause. I know Baldur's Gate is one of those games that all the people who I pay attention to in the gaming world talk about, and all my favorite developers talk about, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, cool. I was a small child, so I was still worried about Mario. I wasn't playing Baldur's Gate. My understanding of it, it's a predecessor... To like Elder Scrolls, yeah, it's a spiritual, yeah, it's definitely the spiritual successor to all of that, yes. Um, so it might be right up your alley, Mr. Which, thousand Hours in Skyrim, mm, closer to 4,000 hours now. Don't brag, there's something you only talk about. No, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, it's it's borderline like, hi, I'm Caleb, and I'm a Skyrim addict, it's fine. Um, speaking of which, they said Elder Scrolls 6 is designed to be played for 10 years, fam, how. 
look at Elder Scrolls Skyrim. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm still playing Skyrim. What am I supposed to do when the next one comes out? I mean, look Later at Destiny. Destiny was going to be a 10-year game. And it's becoming that now. The sequel. The sequel. <laughs> now, and let's... The, the, the general discussion besides maybe want to give E3 its last grade, because I don't think we're going to get E3 like this much more for oh, the foreseeable future. You think we will? Yeah, it's going to be I think you'll small get showcases? Yes. Okay. I think that that is key to the, to the culture at this point. It's it's the... It's, it's meant for retailers to buy. It has become a means for consumers to get hyped. For sure. So The hype train continues. Brutal. Yes. But do we think... Games continue to support the way things have been done, with Elder Scrolls moving free to play, Destiny moving free to play. Divisions developers are already talking about. Now, when you say Elder Scrolls, you mean ESO, right? Yeah. Okay. ESO doing that. Um, these games are being—they're more expensive to make, mm-hmm. so they're being designed to be played for significantly longer spans of time. What happens in five years? where we're still playing Destiny 2, revised, dash, comma, Shadowbreakers, the return of Crota's second cousin. You see, you get what I'm saying. If these games are being designed to play for longer and we're investing in them for years and years and years and with such little time, you might pick two platformers that you play. You might play the Elder Scrolls platform and one shooter platform. Does that gaming environment, which I don't think that's, I don't think that would, that would be the way gaming is in five years. I could see it being that way, but who knows? Maybe we're just waiting for the virtual reality world of Ready Player One, where it's all one giant game and there's different game lobbies. So I think all of that combined is a topic for a different day. Mm. Um, but I'll give you an example of how who's doing it right now mm. and executing it flawlessly. Who do you think is Rockstar? Ooh. Perfect. I was gonna. I was gonna say that. GTA Five. Yep. GTA Five launched in September 2013, mm-hmm. right before the new gen consoles launched. Mm-hmm. Their online service didn't come out for a couple weeks after that, and then the game launched on current consoles uh, on spring 2015. If I'm not mistaken, that game is still one of the number one selling games every single month on MPD. That game still has new content coming out. Every single month. Almost every single month, at the very least quarterly. That's a platforming game. And they are And all their content is free. And they're replicating it with Red Dead. Yes. They're going to do the same thing with Red Dead. They're going to have two of these giant platformers doing it on a constant basis. Again, I think it's a topic for another day. However, I think ultimately it might hurt gaming as a whole. We'll talk about that later. We got a lot of E3 stuff going on, um, but I think that's when we need to kind of log away, kind of like with some of the other ones we've been talking about, and we need to dig deep into them in a couple weeks here. Ooh, a deep dive, deep dive, aka deep cuts. So AKA. today's Saturday, tomorrow is Sunday. Yeah. Tomorrow we have Xbox and Bethesda. Monday we have Square Enix. Actually, Square Enix is doing their concert tonight. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, please yes. announce that big box Final Fantasy so mm-hmm. I can tell my wife we're dropping money. Mm-hmm. She'll be super mad, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> but tomorrow, like I said, Sunday, we have Xbox, Bethesda. We have Square Enix and Ubisoft on Monday, and Tuesday is all Nintendo with the floor opening up on Tuesday for everybody to go see. This is your last chance. 
what do you expect to see and hope to see out of everything? Now, we already know we're getting all 14 developers from Xbox on their stage. Biggest show they've ever done. Ubisoft is kind of hinted at, or not Ubisoft, but Thez is kind of hinted at stuff saying they're not going to show off their space game and Elder Scrolls. I think they're going to show off their space game and Elder Scrolls. I think they have to. Yeah, I don't think... What else are they going to show us? Another version of Doom, Doom Eternal? Well, they're announced. They haven't dated Doom Eternal yet. Yeah, so obviously that. That's huge. I mean, and their whole Twitter feed is all that Doom eyeball thing. Yeah. So they're definitely showing that off. No doubts about that one. Um, but they have to have a huge successor after Fallout 76 crashed and burned. Hardcore. I think they go. I think they kind of go the regular route. Hey, guys. We dropped Elder Scrolls Blades. It's doing well on the iPhone. We also dropped elsewhere on blah, blah, blah. It's doing well. Oh, yeah, by the way, we have Doom Eternal. I think one of the things they do, if they don't show off and push Elder Scrolls up or push this this space game forward to make it come out sooner, I think it's, hey, Fall 76 hurt. We're sorry. We're working on it. This is how we fixed it. To show you how much we fixed it, they do one of two things. Ooh. Free weekend Ooh. or free to play. It has in-game currency. Make it their free to play model. Get as many people in the multiplayer universe as possible. And you're fine. And you're fine. And now you're showing people without having to pay up front anything. And since people are on this bandwagon of free to play right now, like, like I would say it is definitely a bandwagon because it wasn't always as loved. Because free, to, like you said, a game was free to play, and you basically you, you cringe. You killed your game before yep. it was even out. So why would I want something free? That means obviously there's no quality. That narrative has changed. Hop on it now while it's hot. Mm-hmm. But I think they go small, small, big, small, small, big, small, small. Oh yeah, by the way, we lied. Here's Elder Scrolls and. Start thinking. I think they show off one of them. But, yeah, I think you're right. Um, Xbox, I still say we're getting Halo. We're getting console announcements. If not exactly what they are, we're definitely getting names. Um, also, there was a leak, kind of, sort of, about Fable 4. It, and that's been hinted at for years now. Yeah. Because the... There's now... It's talk Playground? That, yeah, Playground is talking about we have a beloved franchise that is now bigger and better and more open than ever. And everyone was like, beloved franchise, Xbox, bigger and better than ever. Fable 4 is an open world game. So keep in mind, so as you don't know, the studio who originated and originally developed Fable went under a couple years back. Um, they were a UK team. Yep. Fable right. has always had a very UK. European, UK kind of sense of humor to it. Um... Xbox kind of they own and, and Playground is the team that does typically Forza Horizon yes. so they're used to open worlds um, they're used to car open worlds but they have that UK humor to them yes and they're like racing wise I still think some of the older games are more fun as far as aesthetics go nothing's better than Forza Nothing. in the racing world it, does, it doesn't even come close So, I'm, but I'm right there with you I think we see I mean, it's it's one of 14 studios guaranteed to be there. I think we do see a fable. Yeah. And I, I think it's the trailer. A British, a British person makes a joke. We see a puppy. We see a sword. And we hear a voice in the back. Chicken chaser. It's chicken chaser. <laughs> and that is it. The whole stadium goes wild. Everybody runs out and buys an Xbox for half off because they're literally sitting in the corners with the crackheads. 
Sorry, I, I'm, I saw a crackhead sitting in an Xbox box. I'm like, oh, man, this is what it's come down to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know Xbox can show off. There's tons they could. I know Gears, obviously. We know that. We know Halo. The big boys we know. Console only is going to come out until next year. I think they'll do spring to get ahead of the curve. I think they'll probably announce some more. Hey, you know, if you buy a game on Xbox, you can buy it on PC. Yeah. We're, we're cross-platform, technically. Which is really weird. Like, why do I need a box anymore if I have a PC? Um, Ubisoft on Monday. What do you think? Ubisoft is going to show off. Um, I think that's very cut and dry. Yeah. They're going to show off um, some stuff for the division, how well it's doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to show off Forza. Uh, no. Not Forza. Um, sea of Thieves. No, the other one. They're actual Sea of Thieves-like game. No, that's not going to be there. You think that's Skull not and go- Bones. They've already confirmed not there. Oh, shocking. I thought that was going to be one of the mm-hmm. highlights of the game. No. Okay, then they probably reveal the Assassin's Creed Vikings. That, I doubt. So, only reason I doubt that is because they're now off-year on Assassin's Creed. You're right. They've already confirmed Watch Dogs Legion coming out this year. So, I think uh, we'll see that. Like you said, Division. Tom Clancy. Uh, Just Recon. Dance. You gotta have a bear dancing. Yeah. Some stupid colorful bear. The new Ghost Recon one. Ghost Recon. Um, they said there's a fourth title coming. They'll have four titles coming out before March next year. Which could be Splinter Cell. It would complete the trifecta of because of, of, they've always been known as having the, the, quadris, the, the quadriceps of a Tom Clancy franchise. Splinter Cell, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, and um, then Division. So, my theory is they have Tom Clancy, the Ghost Recon coming. They have their Rainbow Six is already out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Watch Dogs coming out. I don't know if Just Dance is considered one of those. I don't. Those think four titles. It's such a consistent game for them. I don't think they do it. But it's coming out this year. Um, you could do Splinter Cell. You could also do another Nintendo crossover IP. You could. Mario Rabbids 2. That's true. They did. Would they they put that in the same... Would they put that in the back-to-back segments with Just Dance where they talk about it for 15 minutes and then move on? Because you know how they'll do the whole... And now... Head of studio at Massive Entertainment Studios. Yo, we got the voiceover done. We can do it here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how they'll do it, but there was a couple years ago, I think it was Iowata they had on stage yep. when they announced Rabbids. So it very easily could be something like that. They also did the Star Fox exclusive for Switch and Starfleet. Yeah. Oh, Whatever and they're definitely going to they're gonna have one of the Google heads of studio on stage talking about Google yep. Stadia's partnership with Ubisoft. Yep. So there's that. I think we, we're kind of in consensus about that. They're just going to show off games and bore us for, for two hours. Um, I'm not a big Ubisoft fan. There's nothing that they have that I'm intrigued about. I'm, I'm, you seem to like Division. I'm consistent. Like, I buy two, three Ubisoft games a year. Okay. Yeah, I do buy like two or three more than I do. Yeah. Yeah, I um, don't really care. Uh, Square Enix. This this might be who this, takes the this, show for I me. think this is the one we're all excited for. So, um, we know we're getting Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Uh, we know they've announced a new game coming mm-hmm. that we're, I'm hyped about. Can't I can't remember the name of it, but just the picture of it looked dope as hell. Doesn't mean it's going to be good, but whatever. Um, and I, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. I'm, I'm gonna, I said this a couple weeks ago when Matt and I were talking, I really want 
Final Fantasy Crystal is announced. Because it's already announced. I want it dated for the Switch. And I want OG Final Fantasy games. Anthologies, tactics, give me Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross. Do you remember the Crystal Edition that we kept talking about a few years ago that never released Stateside? Crystal of Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the GameCube Edition? No, like the 30th anniversary. Yes. Yes. Did that ever release? No, not Stateside. No love for the States. I think they should bring that to the States. They do that, it's over. Again, because it comes with a figure. All of the figures. There's been rumor of Final Fantasy 13 coming to the consoles. Yeah, they'll probably show off something for Final Fantasy 14 online because they got an expansion that's dropping July. Final Fantasy 16 announcement? I don't know the date on the Final Fantasy 14 expansion. Our, our mutual friend is not here. Yeah, facts. I should have asked about that today, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've tried that. As you said before, I've tried that. Didn't get to do it. Couldn't do it. I like it. I just, I haven't, like, I haven't sat down to do it, do it. And when I do, then I'm in trouble. Mm. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm going to do four quests and get off. So so Square Enix sounds like it could be the most intriguing. Tuesday's Nintendo. We already know that um, Luigi's Mansion and Zelda will play on one floor. So they're going to be in the conference for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of disappointing news. Atlas is Atlas came came out and shut down a lot of. Hey, Persona Five Royale is PS4 exclusive. Yes, but there's the Persona Five S Scramble or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Ricky said something about that, but I f- totally forgot what he was talking about. Like I think they pretty much just take I, Persona Five and. I, I thought it was Summer Semester, so it's Persona Five Summer Semester. Maybe who knows. Um, I hope I, I really wanted to get like a golden because I again I don't have time to play on consoles at home but I can definitely play that on the go. Uh, Nino Kuni, yeah, announced by Banco, kind of leaked. So that's coming to the Switch, which I haven't played yet. That was PS3 originally. I'm curious about that one. Remastered, um, all the way to the tippity top. That thing looks gorgeous. Yep, yep. Um, I hope we see Animal Crossing. It's supposed to come out this year. I really hope we see more games than what we already know, because I want. I also want to see. They said they're not going to do a consoles any hardware at conference, but I'd love to see. Even if they don't talk about it there, I'd love to see either Treehouse Live or on the floor mm-hmm. console revision where they have an updated screen. Um, I just want a big screen. I, we've talked about it before. Whatever they do, I'm going to get two of them. So whether I take two for myself, one for me, one for my wife, or I get two for my wife and my daughter, so we have four in the house. Because, dear Lord, baby Jesus, I'm not sharing with Animal Crossing coming mm-hmm. out with those mm-hmm. two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, Nintendo Nintendo's the only one for me that could rival Square Enix. For me, depending on how big of an announcement Splinter Cell is, it's split between Square, because I'm going to lose my mind on whatever they would have found fantasy, and Ubi. So Monday's your big day. That's my big day. Okay. It's a good day for me because, you know... It's a slow day at the office. We got some revisions. We got some, some hot consolidations. The bigwigs have to have a meeting. They had to send out a whole email. My department has nothing to do. So. Sounds like it's going to be a busy week for us. Um, all of you out there listening, I need you to do me a favor this week. 
Help us keep track of what games you're interested about. For sure. Tweet at us at Westside Mookie, at Tonksy, uh, at Matt underscore go to. Underscore? I like that. Underscore. That's, your, that's underscore. your new PlayStation. Listen, name. man, uh, you keep setting me up. Ricky's going to hit me left and right with all these corrections and revisions I got to make. Look, Caleb you say wrong dates. Oh, I, I say bar- wrong I barely speak English. So <laughs> at this point, I think we're, I think we're probably good to call it even. Or just hit us up at the TDM show on Twitter. Let us know what you think, what you want to see, um, what you're expecting at E3. Show us your hype when you do hear about it at E3. Let us know what you want. I think, gentlemen, that today concludes our episode. Unless you got anything else for us? You got any cool cool little one-offs you want to talk about? Something you want to plug there, Mookie? My kneecap? No, I don't want to plug it. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a new you any, kneecap. you have any box you were talking about? You sharing that yet? Mm. We'll talk about that later, Roger at a that. later point. We got we got some cool things coming, designed specifically for the crowds that I've been a part of. The OG kids who were getting made fun of when Dragon Ball Z wasn't cool. <laughs> Back when if you wore a Goku shirt, you got laughed at. Nerd. Nerd. Yeah. Now we run the world. I think uh, I think I want to participate in getting giving back to the nerd community in a meaningful way that some of these other companies have been doing in a trash way so there's some cool things coming some some fun stuff coming down the pipeline but i want i want it to be ready before i start talking about see it. that more e3 announcements you don't even know about yet. yeah look at that <laughs> on that ladies and gentlemen i appreciate y'all listening we'll hit you back up next week